listening to the Becoming More Me podcast with me, Teresa Lear Levine. You're already enough, but if you're anything like me, you thrive when you're stretching and developing yourself, creating more of the person you feel called to be. This podcast is here to inspire and support you. Let's release the negative, reinforce the positive, and elevate our vibe together as we tap into our limitless potential to transform and grow. Hello, hello, hello. So this episode, and those of you that are watching the video can see I am putting some lipstick on right now, is brought to you by my own grit and desire to keep this podcast going despite not having a um, a planned time to record this week, babysitting coverage to help me today, or a whole lot of other things line up. And I think that is one of the most important things. Let me put my lipstick away here. Um, One of the most important things when you are an entrepreneur is that you learn to flow with things, you learn to change on the go, and you learn to make things work. So full disclosure, my kids are out in the other room and I'm very likely to be interrupted. Um, I've learned not to tell them, hey, mommy's recording, because for some reason that seems to have them come in more often than if I just close my door and disappear for a short period of time. So we will see what happens, but I am going to keep it real today. And like I said, I think it is so important that as especially female entrepreneurs, women building businesses from rooms in our homes, from our kitchen table, from our cars during sports practices and extracurricular activities, from pockets of time in the morning that most people would be sleeping or from pockets of time at night that most people would also be sleeping, that we acknowledge that there are, you know, these very real ways that we can fit our business, our dreams, our goals into our life, but that it may look a little bit different than what people think of as their day-to-day. And that's what I think needs to be more normalized because I think so often so many people still think, hey, I don't have time to, um, you know, start a business or to work from home or to do network marketing or to take on anything else because, and insert whatever excuses here, you know, my day's already too busy. I don't want to take anything else on. It would be too stressful. I don't know what I'm doing. Yada, 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 limiting beliefs, excuses, what have you. But the truth is, None of us start out knowing anything. And I am so delighted that even in just the few weeks that I have been doing this podcast, I have seen other friends of mine launch theirs or get started on projects that they were waiting on. And I know that that's because they've told me is a reflection of them saying, hey, I saw you do this and you weren't quite ready. And that inspired me to take the leap also. And we're all looking to each other for that. We're all looking to each other for that support and that acknowledgement and that kind of handholding almost that we can kind of get virtually and energetically from each other in this world. Because so few of us that are doing amazing things really have any idea what we are doing. And the best way to learn is to start. And I was saying it the other day as I was concluding the live filming of my conscious coaching course, which is a complete course for female entrepreneurs in network marketing, affiliate marketing that represent other companies or that are building their own to work through the 
very common blocks that they have, um, things like self-sabotage and limiting beliefs, fears, both of, you know, success and failure, people-pleasing, just the whole gamut of things that are so very, very common in the entrepreneurial world. We work through them over a six-week course, and there was a lot of live coaching and um, EFT tapping and education on complementary techniques and things like that that went into this course. Anyway, we were wrapping that up last week, the live filming parts of it, and I remember saying at some point during it that the best way I've ever had to figure something out is to get it on my calendar. And that applies to so many things. I know that oftentimes if I have a client book with me, even if all of a sudden that date is not the most convenient for me, I find a way to make it work. I hire a sitter or I rearrange some things or I take the session at a different location or so so many things that can potentially be done to rearrange and work around things. And when I do my my live creation of courses or programs, we pick a day that works for the people that are participating for the most part. And there's you know six weeks in a row of showing up and live teaching and creating and figuring things out really on the fly. And it's so much fun. And it's also so reaffirming to me as, as I do it. It's a big confidence booster. And I know that I'm helping other people to do the same. So it's the whole, a rising tide, you know, brings up all the ships, not just one. And that's so important. So as we enter this summer, I just wanted to spend a few minutes letting all of you other busy moms running amazing businesses, both big and small, know that we are all going through a crazy transition. I find that I get I get moody as we head into summer and I get moody as we head into fall. Both of those transitions for me have, have ups and downs. And I try more and more over the years to embrace the positive aspects of it because, you know, it's coming one way or another. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, the way that we are, the way that our minds are, and the way that we're created is to not really enjoy change, even if it's good change, even if summer means that we get to spend some amazing family time with our kids or take vacations or, you know, all sorts of things that summer embodies that are amazing and all sorts of things that fall in bodies that are amazing. There's still going to be that part of us subconsciously that's like, this is way too much change and, you know, no thank you. So, but it's coming either way. So we try to find ways to embrace the good parts of it, right? But summer is a big change, I feel like. Even with school this last year for our family being completely virtual, my kids uh, never went back at any capacity. Um, they had the opportunity to in the later part of the year, but at that point it was like, we had our routine. So there was, again, that thing that's like, no, we're not changing now. So we just stuck with virtual for the year. They, they knew what they were doing. And honestly, they kind of liked it more than I thought they would. So I tried to embrace that. And there were definitely benefits to that. It's nice to be able to work early morning pockets and have the kids be able to sleep later because they don't have to get up and get on a bus or, you know, do a lot of stuff before the school day starts. So 
I embraced that change. And that of course will hopefully, if everything keeps, you know, getting better with the state of the pandemic and everything that will be gone in the fall and they will be getting back on buses, but I'll also receive the change of all four of my boys going to school for some period of time during the week. This is actually going to be the first year that all four of my boys are in school. So Jordan will be in pre-K, Jace is in elementary school, Joan will be starting middle school, and my oldest son, Jaden, will be a junior in high school. So four kids, four different types of schools, all different start and end times. It's going to be mayhem. Follow along for that chaos in a few months. But, you know, point being that, As we head into summer, we're all experiencing different amounts of change, some of which we're really excited about and some of which we're not. But if you're an entrepreneur, business still goes on um, to whatever extent you choose. Because as I've said before, and we'll say again, when you're on your own business or work in network marketing or as an affiliate or what have you, it's always optional. And it's such a different level of commitment and needing to have a really deep reason for why you're doing it each day um, that needs to show up for you because it's not like you have a boss or a manager or anybody breathing down your neck and telling you, hey, you really need to like get up a few hours before the kids and get some things done or, you know, complaining when you're late or when you don't actually do things on a deadline, self-imposed deadlines can be a lot harder to follow through on than ones when you are having to show up for somebody else. So I find that just like with exercise or nutrition or a regular um, structured job, With an entrepreneurial career, you need accountability. So I definitely suggest finding that somewhere. You can lean on a spouse. You can lean on a fellow entrepreneur friend. You can hire a life coach, a business coach, a strategist of some sort to work with, to hold you to those things. But you really got to have somebody kind of, you know, holding you to the fire to get things done if you're not completely motivated and really, really tied in to your reasons why you are doing what you do, because it can be really easy to say, oh, you know, nobody's waiting for this other than me and I will just do it tomorrow or next month or next quarter, next year, maybe never. And, you know, you didn't set out on this path that you're on to give up or to have it take you forever, right? You want to get where you're going and enjoy the benefits of everything that you've been learning to get there. So I really encourage you to start and to keep going and to find that accountability and to to figure out all those little pockets that you have. I was really surprised. um, I was talking with a few moms at a end of school get together and not people I'd ever met before, but we were just kind of exchanging some things and talking about, how we like to go for walks or what have you. And I was saying how, you know, if I'm taking a walk in my neighborhood, it's normally, it's normally between five and 6 a.m. that you would see me out there. And all the other moms that I was talking to were like, oh, won't be seeing me. Like they're not not getting out of bed before seven or when the kids wake them up. And that was definitely how I used to be too. And getting into an early morning routine where I wake up in the four o'clock hour every morning, even if I don't get out of bed, I wake up 
in the four o'clock hour and I do some kind of meditation or hypnosis or um, personal development to start my day. And some days I do that for 10 minutes while I'm still laying in bed. Some days I do that for an hour while I'm in bed, but it is a conscious way that I'm spending that time and using it to set my day upright. So I might have my alarm go off or I might just naturally wake up because that actually happens. It's crazy for me to say that, but I normally naturally wake up before my alarm almost every morning. So if my alarm is set for 4.30 or one of my favorite times, 4.44, I usually wake up several minutes, if not the minute before it goes off and it never makes a sound. And, um, but that's not something that used to be the case. I mean, before I had kids, I'd sleep until I had to get up. And once I had one kid, I felt tired all the time and hadn't quite mastered anything about parenting or multitasking or whatever. So I I was, I was sleeping until, until my son woke up and then I was always starting the day kind of grumpy, kind of feeling behind. Like it would have been really nice to have gotten, you know, these few things done prior to him waking up and kind of taking control of the day. And then it was probably after I had child number three. So there's one now. Just one second. See, I know this was going to be on the fly. And, you know, child number four needs an ice pack because he banged his lip earlier. So I'm going to get that for him. One minute, Jordan. Okay. You're going to come. Mommy's taping her podcast. But, you know, it was probably after child number three that I decided I was going to start getting up earlier. And I can even remember it was so painful trying to get myself out of bed before I had to get out of bed. Your lip doing okay? <laughs> um, and it wasn't easy. And I was kind of like lethargic and I wasn't a morning coffee drinker. I've, I've never really been a morning coffee drinker. I like iced coffee and I normally like it like mid-morning or early afternoon, but I like pre-workout in the morning. But back then I didn't. So I was just kind of getting up and depending on water and waking up to get my day started. And <laughs> It was weird and it was it wasn't something where I became a morning person overnight but with um I I have help here for those of you who are just listening to the podcast I have a you know 4 year old sitting in my lap now because like I said I just I went off and did this but it became sacred time to me and now it's almost kind of funny to me when I'm talking to other moms and they tell me how they let their kids wake them up in the morning. I'm like, oh my God, I am my grumpiest. If on those very rare occasions, probably maybe one, two, three times a year when my kids wake up before me, um, because I love to get my day started. I like to get my workout in. I like to stretch. I like to do personal development. I like to know what is waiting for me ahead for the day, what I plan to accomplish, what's going on, who needs to go where, all the things. There's so much to figure out when you're, you know, not just uh, a business owner, but also a mom of a bunch of young people. So can mommy finish this, buddy? Hmm. So anyway, I'm going to go get this guy an ice pack. But my point is, if you're not ready, just begin. If you don't know how to do something, just give it your best. Like you can see, I'm I'm here yeah. hanging out with my four-year-old. Um, 
restraining his arms so he doesn't oh. talk into my microphone <laughs> and and you know delivering a podcast say hi say hi you gonna shake your head say hi jordan you gotta watch the video to see him just shaking his head anyway and I'm just I'm giving you guys the best that I have to offer because I know that I have nuggets from doing this kind of work in the capacity that I have for the last several decades to offer you a lot of tips that can really make things easier for you, more doable for you and give you greater confidence and clarity on your journey to wherever it is that you're trying to go <laughs> with your hopes and dreams. So on that note, I'm going to go nurse a, a lip that's swollen from jumping off a of bed and kneeing himself in the mouth and get on with our day. So thanks for listening and good luck pursuing and bringing to fruition whatever it is that you're working on today, this week, this month, this year. I am rooting for you. Take care. You're rooting too? Woo, woo, woo. Wait, wait, wait. I can't leave you guys like that. The um, recovering perfectionist in me, even though even this end segment here could totally get interrupted by my kids. Um, it's the morning after I recorded the first part of the segment. The kids are still sleeping. But at any moment, you could hear a thump from upstairs that means someone has descended from a bunk bed and is getting ready to take over the morning. However, like I said, the recovering perfectionist in me, which has come a long, long way, guys. I mean, if I was still living in the very low standard world of trying to be perfect, there is no way this podcast would have ever even made it to episode zero, nonetheless, you know, episodes after that. But there's, there's a part of me that feels like I can't leave you with a half done kids interrupting episode. And there's also a part of me that feels like I should have a lot more really big juicy nuggets to give you guys in these initial episodes. I hate the word should, but the point for me of these initial episodes is for us to get to know each other and for you to be able to share your comments and feedbacks with me, your reviews, your questions, and for me to be able to share what my real life looks like. And I do think that this episode did a good job of showing you that. And I think that's important because I plan to share so many nuggets and suggest things to you and give you things to work with, even in part, you know, a little bit of advice. And I would never myself take advice from somebody who I didn't know a little bit. And I wouldn't want you to either. And I think that building that trust and also sharing the vulnerabilities and the imperfections of real day-to-day -day life and pushing through those and working with those because our imperfections of our day-to-day -day life lend themselves beautifully to the things that we're trying to accomplish if we don't try to work against them is part of what's inspiring about being on an entrepreneurial journey and part of what is just it's so important. So this too is unperfect. This too is unscripted. And I just want you to know that there's so much coming 
I mean, when we start going deep, guys, look out because I have so many things to share that I think sometimes I pull back because I haven't figured out the boundaries on what's going to get shared in a single episode. And when I get passionate and get on a roll or get on a rant or get into something that just really lights me up in all sorts of amazing ways, then it can be hard to figure out where the stopping point is. So I'm really trying to figure out how to break things down for you guys and really give you some amazing stuff to work with in the upcoming episodes. But in the meantime, guess what? You get to see that I hash all this out. I figure all this out amidst four young, wonderful boys that I love being around and love intertwining in my days. And the main thing today, as we talk about getting into summer and changes of schedules and things like that, is to allow yourself to step back and look at this changing season, look at what that's going to mean and how that's going to show up in your life and prepare yourself for your days. It doesn't mean that you have to schedule every minute of every day, but because of the intentionality that it takes to run your own business or to start something new or to go back to school, whatever it is that you're pursuing, because of the intentionality that that takes, we do need to plan. And we need to do some things that are really honestly kind of boring, but it's in those boring things. It's in the routine that we create that the habits form and those habits support the life we say we want to live. And that is incredibly important. So I just want to put that out there and let you know that you can do it and that we will be doing so much together in the coming weeks and months. And I hope that that serves to inspire you. And I really hope that the summer is just as productive and amazing and wonderful a season for you as the fall, winter, and spring are. And when those seasons come, guess what? It's going to be time to reevaluate. It's time to reevaluate anytime something shifts in your life. And sometimes reevaluating feels like wasting time. It feels like, oh, I've got all these things to do. How can I possibly plan? But I tell you what, put a little bit of time into planning your day, week, and month and what you'll be able to get done in each of those days is going to far surpass what you will do if you are just, you know, running scared or trying to catch up or not really understanding what your reasons for doing things are or what the most important things are that you could be doing that would really move the needle for you in the direction that you want to go. You've really got to get tied to purpose. You've got to get tied to the way that you want to feel. Because the feelings that you want to create will bring the things into your life. And so many times we look for the things to bring the feeling and that's just not, just not how it goes. So I am, um, <laughs> I, I bid you adieu and I thank you for hanging in there with me in my crazy life and for listening to these episodes. I know this is a valuable time for you and spending it with me means the world. And I encourage you to please leave a review, reach out to me and send me some feedback or some suggestions on things that maybe you want to hear about in the future. I'm happy to oblige and share with you whatever I know on the subjects that you want to learn more about. So thanks again for being here with me today and um, for, <laughs> for bearing with me and my kiddos the other day. And I will see you on our next episode. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. If you love this episode, please share it with a friend or post on social media and tag me so I can personally connect and thank you. Until next time, Keep taking bold and brave action steps towards 
becoming more of who you want to be in this world. You are capable, you are worthy, and you are enough. Keep shining your light.